I hate you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is uh, create a safe place because uh, you're welcome here, first off. Uh, so it's a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up, whether it's uh, tossing and turning, thinking, uh, feeling, sensing stuff, uh, you know, general stuff, specific stuff, uh, time stuff. Whatever it is, uh, you know, there's stuff that people can relate to or, or uh, that people say at work, they say, huh, that's, uh, oh, really, you know, and I know that, you know, I talk about this, but, uh, you know, one of the things about this podcast and the safe places, geez, I can relate. And that was one thing when I have trouble falling asleep is the people that can't relate. It kind of causes, uh, you know, is that angst? I think it is angst when you say, you say, geez, we can't sleep, huh? Well, that's weird. You say, no, 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 it's not weird. It's just if I can't sleep. Well, have you tried to have you tried a, a, a application of bomb on the back of your neck? And they say, actually, I have. Believe it or not, the past three nights I've been rubbing bomb on the back of my neck because uh, because uh, I was trying to counter something that was keeping me awake. Huh, bomb didn't work. Hey, well, why don't you try? Did you try counterclockwise bomb application? Works for me every time, but I, but I don't have trouble sleeping. And then you say thanks. I loathe you. By the way, uh, have a good day. Uh, so so this podcast is an alternative. The safe places. Jeez, I know what it's. Uh, it, if you can't sleep, it sucks. And uh, I mean that uh, from uh, you know that uh, this is the place uh, where your heart is. Uh, and this podcast is is my attempt to, to say, hey, let, let me put this out there. See if it can put you to sleep. Uh, Some of you use lulling, soothing tones. Pointless meanders, a like a languid pacing, uh, pur- pur- purple pl- prose is that that a thing? I think it is purple prose or some kind of prose. They'll be on prose overloads at some point. You see, I think that you say I don't know. Somebody get um. I think that was already a marketing campaign for one of those uh, uh snacks, but not prose overload. It could be, maybe I should start a poetry newsletter. Hey, do you like poetry? Well, this is poetry. I know prose over, do you love prose? Actually, do you know what prose is? Do you, no, no, that wasn't my question. Do you love prose? I do. Well, you should sign up for prose overload. Or it could be, I guess the tag, we'd have to write more, but they'd say, well, the tagline, you just bought yourself. You, no, we just put you on prose overload. You say, I don't know what's wrong with him. He he, he can't stop talking, and uh, he's got a case of prose overload. Uh, you say, well, what does that mean? And you say, well, it means he'll get out. You're probably getting on your nerves. You should just nod your head. Get, get yourself some earplugs. But anyway, I'll use things like prose overload. You know, actually, over, it's a, and I'll run thing. You know, sometimes I'll use a, I get a, Sometimes I get distracted and sometimes I get a thought, you know, I get a caught thought, like prose overloaded. Now my, you know, it's caught in my brain. 
Uh, but the whole idea is I'm going to distract you from whatever it is that's keeping you up at night. With the theory, you can't really think about two things at once. You can't really hold those both in your mind. Like your thoughts about what's keeping you up and your thoughts that are keeping you up or your your situation that's keeping you up. You know, there can be a lot of uh, running uh, storytelling going on or, you know, just thinking or maybe you're doing some figuring or whatever it is. Or maybe you're saying, huh, prose overload. You see, what ha- what would happen in a case of prose overload? Would there be more? Would, would that lock your prose down? Would that? No, I can't. My prose cannot be, uh, you know, word that starts with P, you know, propped, pre- prevented. Uh, I wish I had a better one, but yeah, my, you know, it, it just, it, it, uh, I don't know what happens. I, I'm, I'm not here. I, I'm in, you know, you're more, you're thinking of results based. This is a process based podcast, actually. Sorry. Uh, my prose is process based. Sounds like you're just saying nonsense. Well, I'm trying to get back to this. I'm, believe it or not, I'm in the middle of a podcast intro. And that's an example of a thought, you know, that that can go through your mind at bedtime or mine or during a podcast intro. You see, would you, did you just open the door of my brain to criticize me about my use and misuse of prose overload? And then that part of you wants to spotlight time saying, no, 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 I'm just trying to help you, you know, not embarrass yourself uh, with your, you know, use. And I'm trying to enhance your use of prose overload because you're, you know, because of your deficiencies as a human being, I figured if I could prop you up and just, you know, push you a little bit to, you know, to use prose overload in the proper way, you know, probably, you know that certainty we're always striving for probably would help with that. But you just go ahead and do it your way. That's fine. Don't worry about it. I mean, I mean, well, I, you know, that's my job. So ideally, if, if you like, uh, that's the kind of stuff I like to get distracted from at bedtime because you say, "Oh boy, man, not again!" We, we, you see, who, 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 what, what evolutionary step gave me a, a part of my personality just dedicated to prose? Sh- you know, shaming my mis- you know vocabulary. I say, okay, well, that's him, vocabulary. Uh, I don't know what do I call you because my vocabulary is so limited. You say vocabulary jerk. That's what you are. But, but here's a little controversy. I actually, like, I'm using jerk in the lighthearted sense because these parts of us, or these parts of me, I don't want to speak for everyone else. Uh, they're they're really uh, just doing the best. They're sympathetic. They're doing the best job they can. Okay, let me move a little bit over here closer to the mic. Uh, they don't know they're terrible. Like, they don't know how terrible they are. They're the heroes of their own story. Uh, so they're just doing the best job they can. But, you know, questing for certainty, you know, protect, you know, all that stuff. Uh, and they don't know they're keeping, they say, well, you'd, you'd sleep a whole lot better if you could use, pro, you know, say, okay, you know, prose overload could actually be funny. And, you know, if you weren't, you know, if you took my advice, you say, okay, well, actually, I'm not getting in bed. Uh, I'm, I'm actually doing a podcast. Again, I'm focusing on the podcast intro. So I don't know if, any, if anyone could follow that. If you do, you have my deepest sympathy. <laughs> if it, but uh, the podcast interjects in there, and you say, okay, Scoots is rambling, and you just listen to me. I'm going to be as lighthearted as I can. Uh, I'm sending my voice across the deep, dark night here. 
it's either take your mind off of stuff or keep you company. Or, you know, if you have an alternative use of this podcast, uh, I heard recently someone was using it to strip, strip paint off the walls. Because I said, what, what are some alternative uses for the podcast? They said, someone said, yeah, I should use it to strip paint. And they said, really? I say, okay, well, do you, I said, by the way, you owe me, I sent them a bill. Haven't, you know, haven't heard back from them. I think it was, I think, I think it was a goof, but anyway, I'll be here to take your mind off stuff. Uh, you know, say, Hey, like you can listen to me and say, what's you see? He's a, he's he's, he's kind of engaging. Like he'll kind of take me, you you can listen to me. And then whenever you want to stop listening, tune me out. You, you can stop pressing play, you know. Uh, whatever it is, uh, you know, you, you drift off whenever you would, because there's no, you don't, you, you don't owe me anything. You don't owe me listening or remember. You don't have to remember. Uh, you know, if I asked you to do something at the beginning of the show, it'd be great if you could remember that. But it, it, this part, you know, you don't care to really remember what I was talking about. You know, and sometimes my, my attempts to make sense will just devolve like this. But the main thing is, like I said, I, I know what it feels like not to be able to sleep. I've been there. Lying there, being pestered by different brain parts that they, you know, they think they know everything about prose jokes, uh, prose humor, you know, like there's some sort of uh, prose humorist or something. And they say, well, that doesn't exist. Uh, And I say, well, it's not going to exist with you criticizing me. I'll tell you what, the the prose humor tour. And I say, you're right. That's not a good, uh, you're right. Okay. We'll see. We could work as a team if it's not bedtime, maybe never, but, uh, uh, anyway, what I'm trying to say is that this podcast is here, uh, to take your mind off stuff, to distract you. It's not a sleep solution. It helps some people fall asleep. It works for, for people. Sometimes it takes a few tries. It's a sleep offering. You put it on. Ideally, you know, as I like to say, I don't know if I have the power to make you smile, but, you know, turn your lips like you like into, uh, you see, I don't, I don't give you emoji, emoji level faces. You say, well, that's the most boring emoji. You say, well, yeah, but can you see that little wrinkle in the upturning of the lips, the bare, barely upturning. Uh, but I want to take your mind off stuff so you can go to sleep. Uh, and I hope this podcast can help you out. If you're skeptical or it's your first few times here, I, 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 bravo. I can totally understand that because there's so many things out there that guaranteed to work. This one guaranteed, I don't know what, you know, who knows? I hope it helps you. But it, I, all I can do is do my best. And yeah, let's just pause for anybody. You see, this is your best. <laughs> Believe it or not, it is. Uh, best intention. And yeah, you see, Jesus, like, uh, I mean, I was, this is, a, this is a, like a little personal uh, re- reality in here. It's like late on a Sunday. I was literally, like I set a time to start recording because I procrastinate. I get so nervous about making these podcasts. And I get, uh, you know, like a little bit hypercritical, like, oh, boy, the recording's not going to go well or it's not going like, to meet my high standards. Uh, but the reason isn't, like, because I'm uh, in a quest for perfection. It's because I want to do the best I can. And I just get, ner- you know, I'm just a human being. I get nervous about performing on the mic or be, you know, internal critics, outer external critics. 
But then I tell myself, hey, Jesus, all you got to do is sit down and, and record and do your best to be there. You're just trying to help people uh, fall asleep and, and take their mind off stuff. And then I then I then I want my instinct again is to worry. And then I say, okay, we'll just start, you know, let's just start. We got to do the opening, then we'll do the beginning of the show, and then we'll go from there. You know, geez, well, maybe we'll put a couple of sleep, people to sleep. Wouldn't that be nice? Because uh, that's all I wanted was either a little bit of distraction, which I got through the radio, through Dr. Demento and Weird Al and these people that took my mind off stuff or someone to just come there and sit there at my bed and say, hey, that seems pretty rough. You can't fall asleep. You know, I, I don't really have any way to fix that for you, but I could sit here and hang out uh, with you for a little while because they can see at the look on your face and, and, and I say, I'll just keep you company. And that's really an honor, an honor for me. If you, if you can, you know, if I can do that for you. And if I can't, I'm sorry. Cause I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. And I appreciate you stopping by. Uh, housekeeping, we're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful, who did this, does the theme music for this episode and edited it. I want to thank uh, Jonathan Mann, who does the lullabies. He's over at jonathanmann.net. I want to thank uh, Scotty and Jennifer on our, on our, on our artwork. Uh, Scotty and Jennifer on our, on our, on our artwork. I want to thank, uh, we have a Facebook group the listeners do over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods. I want to thank the, uh, moderators over there. Uh, Laura, Lida, uh, Julie and Jennifer and Sarah and Summer. And also thank you for, you know, having couplets of, uh, first names, uh, that makes it, you know, it makes it, you know, pro more prosy, a little more prosy, if you don't mind me saying and that's it. Let's get out the show. Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping up at night. Whether it's thinking, feeling... Physical sensation, emotional turbulence, uh, to-do lists, uh, to change in you know, you know, change in schedule, change in season, change in routine, uh, or, or any of the anything that could be giving you up. Uh, I'm gonna try to take your mind off of that. I'm gonna use uh, lulling, soothing tones. And I'm gonna send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm gonna send my intention. You know, to ideally put you at ease, maybe make you, uh, even if I don't think I can get your face to physically smile, but maybe like one of your, you know, if you were in one of those body language studies, they say, well, yes, you can't, they said, you can't get me a grant for the podcast, but you got a grant to study bedtime body language survey studies. And it turns out when people listen to this podcast, they shift their shoulder in a way. That they say that person's like when you identify it in a lab, you say that's mild humor when they move their shoulder. Just can can you feel that? I'm doing it right now. Just that little shoulder move. They say that is just that's just like a, like a modicum. If you have a mo, I don't know what a modicum is, but if you had a modicum of amusement, you do that. 
And that's what I'm shooting for, a safe place. Uh, so there's an, here, here's what the elements of the safe place is. I'm here to take your mind off stuff. No expectations of you to be riveted by me or impressed. <laughs> but believe me, those those expectations went out the door. Uh, well, whatever, uh, my birthday. Uh, but, but, no, no, but seriously, there's no, no pressure on you, no expectations to stay awake. No pressure or expectations for you to fall asleep either. Uh, you kind of do that at your own pace. Get comfortable in, in, in if you're new and as you start to use the podcast, or maybe if you've been doing it for a while and you want to shake things up, you know, you could start listening to it uh, before you get in bed, as you wind down, or once you get in bed. And I've been hearing more and more stories about people say, which is, I listen to it during the day at some point when I need to zone out or when I need to focus on something important, I put you on, you know, to kind of drone in on, on the background. Uh, but, but for bedtime, just start me running uh, when, whenever works for you. And then just go at your own pace and just kind of try to, to chill out. Now, now, uh, if you're new here too, here's how the uh, sto- this show works. Uh, or here's what, the, the structure of the show. Or here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk to you for another few minutes in this intro. Then I'll do the housekeeping. And then I'll do uh, our new new series. This is now, now here's another thing that's like uh, if you're an old, old fan or a new fan. I've specifically de- designed this new series uh, to be a procedural, uh, like a, just like a procedural TV show, like where uh, while there is an interconnectedness of the stories, you can listen to one episode and it's not totally related to the one before it or after it. Uh, so we'll have the, like, we'll, 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 we'll say what happened on the last episode, but I'll try to keep that compact. Uh, but basically, you know, it, it's just this, uh, it's just the, the episodes kind of self-contained. I'll be like, oh, here's the trouble in the episode or the thing we're trying to deal with. And then there'll be like a lot, a lot of explanations and someone usually will say, well, let me, let me, let me see if I can make a four or five minute speech about that. And then ideally a character will take not a, not a like divisive uh, counterpoint, but they'll say, well, you know, speaking of something in there reminded me of blankets. I wanted to talk about blankets for a few minutes, if you'll indulge me. And then maybe as a narrator, I'll be like, you know, I've always wondered about blankets in space. Do you, you know, how do you keep blankets on in space? Like, do you use a blanket strap? Uh, or in a, now I'm saying, well, seriously, you could use a, you could use, you know, those rubber things that uh, they're not as good as bungees. You, you know what I'm talking about? They're like, they, they, they have their black rubber and they have these really gnarly hooks on them. They, they cost more money, I think, than bungees and they're much tighter. I think those would be good to keep your blood. Like, if you had a bed. Now I'm designing space beds. This is just the opening, but you know, you know, you, you, you know, this is serious. I mean, I'm seriously distracted now. And we get some of those rubber things, which I don't know. They're not called bungees because they're they're the you know the, the the rubber, and they're not tie downs, but they're somewhere in that family, the tie down bungee family that used to secure things on the back of a pickup truck. And they're very taut, but they have a little bit of give to them. So that's what I'm thinking. So you get in your bed, and, and your bed will be, 
you know, body size, but maybe with some things because you don't want to roll out of bed, I'm thinking. And, you know, I, I think most things in spaceships in my mind <laughs> are, uh, you know, have some sort of metallic, so the bed will have some metallic rails. So then you get your blanket on, and I guess it would help if you're, because we just don't want your blanket floating around the ship. It won't be good for you because you'll get cold. Maybe. I don't know. Do you get cold on a spaceship? I've never, you know. But then you put the, if you put these rubber straps over you, like, uh, you know, they have a little give, but, you, you know, the the blanket won't, I don't think, I think, like, you get three of those, your blanket will stay secure. And actually, for someone like me, that might be the perfect way. Like, if my blanket was floating, like, a foot above me, like, you know, kept in by these uh, rubber straps, you know, that might be the perfect way to sleep. Uh, and then you can just pull it back down. I think they're probably, you know, they'd be good with the cartoon characters that, with, that snore in all different ways. You know, we get all the cartoon characters on a spaceship. They all have their different snoring methods, just like most, you know, most that happens in a lot of cartoons, comedies. And their blankets are floating away, and they're doing different ways to manage to keep their blankets down. And, of course, I'm sleeping the most soundly because I have my, you know, rubber strap system, rubber strap blanket containment system. And I don't even need to patent it because it's, it's well, geez, I got these down at the, uh, whatever, the, the, the auto conglomerate store. Three to a pack. That's all, you know, actually, I got a six pack. Uh, so I might be able to get you a couple, you know, if you... Uh, if you quit snoring, like with that wheezing, is that you or is that the uh, that other? Uh, is that Wheezy, that character? That that why are the seven dwarfs on the space station with us? Uh, so anyway, there's an example of an actual tangent you could expect in the episode where I was trying to describe the tangents. Then I got, I mean, seriously, let's think. I mean. How good is sleep in space? I mean, because it sounds like it'd be pretty, uh, it would take some adjusting. I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm imagining I'm just sleeping in space. But anyway, I guess my main message is like, I'm going to try to take your mind off stuff. I'll be here. You're, so you're under no pressure to fall asleep. Fall asleep at your convenience, not mine. Because I'll be here for a minimum of an hour or right around an hour. And I'll be giving it my all, you know, I'll, 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 it's just like, I'm like, uh, just like one of those snoring characters, you know, where my tie goes out, tie comes back in and it can have you as my job, you know, I'll try to stay calm. I'll try to take some meandering. I'll try to stay, talk slow and deliberate. Uh, but the main part of the podcast is I'm here. Uh, to do my best to, to to help you fall asleep or to take your mind off of whatever's keeping you awake. And I do this because I've been there in the deep, dark night, unable to sleep, and because I love doing it. It's kind of fun uh, to follow my things and the challenge of kind of crafting these shows. And it's just an honor and, and a pleasure uh, that you would allow me to try to take your mind off stuff. Uh, what, what, what a... What a gift you give me by, by trusting me, uh, whether you're new here, you've been here a while. And if you're new here, this podcast doesn't work for everybody. Uh, for, for a small percentage of people that they loathe me and, and they say, you know, and that's the podcast and not, you know, 
luckily with the podcast, it's only a small percentage, uh, you know, day-to-day life. I can't claim, you know, that great. But, but anyway, so if you're new here and you're skeptical, like I hope the podcast can help you. I understand your skepticism. And if you've been listening for a while, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And uh, I appreciate all your time. Thanks for stopping by. I really hope and I really yearn that I can help you fall asleep. Housekeeping, we're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Lake and Earful Studios. He edited the episode and did the theme music, and you can go over there if you need someone at Chris's talent level uh, to do that for you. I want to thank uh, Jonathan Mann on the lullabies. Uh, he's at jonathanmann.net. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our, on, our, on our artwork. We have a Facebook group the listeners gather in. It's at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. And I want to thank all the moderators over there, Jennifer and Julie, Laura and Lida, and Summer and Sarah. And that's it. Let's get on with the show. I hate you all my tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you... The podcast that's here to put you... (laughs) uh, The podcast that's here to put you to sleep. Uh, We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest, and what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thinking, feeling, you know, physically, emotionally, uh, you're calculating, you know, please please don't, no calculators in bed, no devices that can, no calculating, you know, no calculating, you know, know, I don't just mean numbers, uh, I'm talking myself there. I'm glaring at myself. I don't just mean numbers calculating. Uh, but it could be plenty of other stuff. It could be something physical. It could be some external noise. And, you know, whatever it is that's giving you awake, I'm going to try to take your mind off of that. And the way I'm going to use it is I'm going to use these creaky dulcet tones and I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. And I'm going to attempt to distract you and escort you across the threshold and into the arms of Morpheus, as they like to say. Uh, you know, over at, Bull, you know, over at Bullfinch's, Bullfinch's headquarters, uh, Bullfinch HQ, uh, which is actually a defunct tree. You know, I, I, that's what I call my uh, my, my safe place. Uh, I pretend it's a treehouse. It's actually, it's not a, quite a blanket fort. It's a towel on my kitchen table, which is only big enough for two people to eat at. And I call that Bullfinch HQ, where the where the myths where the myths did, where well, we don't have a full. Yeah, I haven't complete. You know, just Bullfinch HQ. But believe me, it's a tree. One day it'll be will be the first uh, mythology. Okay, and I can hear the lawyers. Uh, you know, starting. Don't take any notes, please, lawyers uh, or anybody. It's bedtime. Yeah, you're right, you're right, but it should be called Bullfinch Base if it is a treehouse, you're right. Luckily, I paused there and breathed, and then the little kid in me poked me with, a, a, you know, a magic wand or something. It's, it can, it, can it be called Bullfinch Base? 
And I said, yeah. And then another kid said, what about bullfrog base? And they said, get out. I said, don't, shouldn't you be home for dinner? You're not part of my brain, are you? I said, no. And I said, go home for dinner. It can't be bullfrog base. Unless it is. And I said, but get back to me, you know, I'll see you later. Uh, well, anyway, what was I saying? I'm going to try to take your mind off of stuff. Across you, across, uh, distract you. Not, not, I, I, I guess I'll be walking with you, talking, rambling, lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, all while you cross over. You, and you'll be unaware. That's the whole thing with cross. They say, well, I guess they know, no one says, you cross, well, what are you doing tonight? Crossing over into the arms of Morpheus, of course, my friend. And they say, oh, Larry, with your pointless, what are you talking about? Go, going to bed, that's what I call it at uh, Casa Larry. Are you still working on the relaunch of Bullfinch? Rebranding, we're, we're, we're creating a brand. Larry, do you know what a brand is? No, because I'm only, I'm only a figment of Scoots' imagination, actually. Believe it or not, I'm not even real. And they say, no wonder you're so much better of a coworker than Scoots. You're so much more. Uh, I say, great, great. Thanks, thanks for ganging up on me, brain. Anyway, let me get back to my audience, which is real. Audience, hey, how you doing? So if you're new here, uh, the podcast is Take Your Mind Off Stuff. A little bit silly. Uh, I'm definitely not, you know, I'm not your run of the mill. I'm not, I haven't said this in a while. I'm not a guru. Let's just put that straight out there. Even though, you know, I dabble in bullfinch and bullfrogs. You know, you could say I put the bullfrog in the bullfinch because I did one time. Or I'm going to. I'd like to carve out. Well, I wouldn't want to do that, but. You say, why don't we do that? What if somebody. I put the bullfrog in the bullfinch. I wish I had more, you know, that. Uh, Bullwinkle doesn't fit, no. That's one of my part of the brain that likes vague pop culture references. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't bring your bulldog along. Let's just stick with the two. Let's just stick with the two. We're going to put the bullfrog back in the bullfinch. And they say, are you sure it's not Bill Finch? And I say, Bill Finch? They said, that, is a Dick- that was one of the most boring Dickensian characters. I think he was cashier. Uh, old Bill Finch. He was in uh, whatever that one was, the long one. Maybe he was he the uh, he, did he sell a pencil like uh, whatever they used to write? I think it, inkwells. He was in the inkwell refill business. But anyway, if you're new here, what he says, I'm gonna take your mind off stuff. The whole idea of the podcast and the whole idea of getting into the arms of Morpheus or falling asleep is that you got to get your mind off whatever's keeping you awake, right? And, and it's really hard to do that. I, I've been there. And I'm just getting through a bout of a uh, rough, you know, rough week of sleep myself. And, it, you know, it's going to be baffling, as I've said in the past. But, uh, you know, you got to be distracted. You can't focus. Uh, you, you know, it does a sleep and saying, well, I bring my A game to sleep. I focus. and say, well, good luck, good luck with that, okay? And you say, you're going to focus yourself. And, of course, that's the one person that could do that, the super successful. You say, well, yeah, I focus myself. Well, how do you fall asleep? I just focus on it and I fall asleep. Sleep through the night every time. And I say, well, that's why I loathe you. Oh, well, I can afford to have you loathe me. I'm also a billionaire. And on top of that, you're incredibly nice, Muskie. I can't, I can't loathe you because I, you know, secretly wish I was your best friend. So, oh, darn it all. Fooled again. 
you you're you're one pesky genius. Uh, anyway, where was I? I uh, sometimes I get off topic, but because that's the idea of the podcast. The whole thing is clearly you don't need to listen to me. I will be relaying information. I will be relaying it wholeheartedly from my my end. And I'll be doing it in a way that's uh, my, you know mildly amusing, friendly. And you can just listen and you see it's like inane chatter. Uh, but it's a little bit deeper than that. You, you know, clearly I'm driving a car. I'm not, you know, it's not a self, it's, it's not, you know, I don't, there's no analogy there. I thought there was, uh, but you, you know, it's just an alternative. You say, okay, well, I could think about all that uh, calculating stuff or all that, uh, you know, my myth is those of you that may have mythology reports, you say, well, you know, this was my, you know, you're better off getting rested work on it as soon as you wake up and the best way to do that is you know not to think about it and that's a tough thing you can't just stop thinking about stuff so here's what here's what i propose tonight in this episode uh this is what we do metastas news so up here after i get through this intro i'll talk about uh you know do a housekeeping segment then i'll do a little spanish language storytelling because what happens is every week I watch Metastas News, which is a Colombian nearly shot-for-shot shot remake of Breaking Bad, the American TV show. I don't speak Spanish, so I'll watch that in Spanish, no subtitles. Then I'll take a ton of notes. Then I'll watch the corresponding episode of Breaking Bad, take a ton of notes. Then I'll watch Metastas News again with the Spanish subtitles on, and I'll write down some Spanish words like, oh, conmigo. Which some words just aren't sticky. My brain is not a, you know, my brain's goopy. I was going to talk about how I'm not a guru. I don't know if I have time for that, but here's the simple thing. Uh, when it comes to being a guru, my brain's full of goo. You know, that's the only goo. And, and I do like to say roo, roo, roo. But those are the only things. So I could say I have goo in a roo, but I'm not a guru. I'm not a sleep guru. I'm not a, any, like, a, like a, even in the, uh, you know, in a true Zen sense or in a true, you know, guru salesperson sense, and I'm neither and neither. I mean, I'd say I'm definitely a goo. I'm full, you know, no doubt, full of goo. But believe me, my brain is gooped and gooed. Double, double goo. In, 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 they say, no, he doesn't have grain matter. He has gray goop, gray goo. Gray goo, gray goop hold, held together in a fitting goo. You say, really, which one is the, uh, the the floating stuff? I don't even know what that's called. And they say, well, isn't he in the Wolfpack podcast intro? I thought he was about to just square in a point there. And I say, you're right. What I was going to say is that uh, you can't think about two things. So you can listen to me, but then you can tune me out whenever you like. Or you can set a sleep timer, or you can just slowly drift away. And soon my rumbles will become mumbles. Uh, my stumbles... Will become umbles and blumbles and you see that's man. There goes there goes a man full of goop. He's got a head full of goo. That kid. The world's gonna be his. Uh, his. Uh, well, good luck, kid. Good luck with that. And now look at me. You know, I'm helping you fall asleep. What could be greater? So that's what I'm here for. Now here's the thing. You don't have to fall asleep. I'll be here. Oh, that's what I'm saying. So we're gonna do. I was trying to explain how the episode works. Whew, oh boy. So I'm going to do, I, the third time I watch it, I write down a ton of Spanish words. 
And I, I, then I look up those words. Now, my handwriting's awful. I've tried typing the words. That's just as bad. But I look up all the words. Usually about 60, 70% of them are actual Spanish words, you know. And they'll translate. And then I'll make a story based on that. And it'll be in English and kind of Spanish. It'll be in broken English and broken Spanish. Uh, improperly pronunciated. But it'll be fun. It's cool to have story points where I don't know where the story's going. And then, you know, you say, well, it's kind of like a dream. Exactly. About It makes about as much sense as a child's dream. Sleep with me. The podcast that puts you to sleep. So that's what we'll do first. Then we'll talk about the episode of Metastasis and go over my notes. Then we'll talk about Breaking Bad. And it'll be totally sanitized, you know, for sleepers. Uh, but the thing is, like I said, you, you don't, you, you can fall asleep. You don't need to. I'll be here for an hour or so, giving it my all. You know, so I keep you company in the deep dark night. You're, I'll be your boyfriend. You know, like I'm sitting at the foot of your bed. You know, not staring. I'll, it, like it, just like when personal interactions that I'm not. You know, I'll just stare at the side of the bed. You know, and and and, uh, and, and keep you company. And if you're new here, this podcast doesn't work for everybody. It's we, you know, it's just not. Uh, it's different, no doubt about that. No need to, you know, put a shine on it. And uh, you know, but but if, if the people it works for, it takes your mind. So it might take a couple tries. If you're skeptical, you know, that's totally the most. Uh, you know, why wouldn't you be? You know, just be like if 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 I actually was a guru with a brain full of goo and and goop, you'd say, you want me to give you two thousand dollars for a how to fall asleep course? You got a brain full of goop, and I'd say exactly, sir. That's why I needed to. It's nineteen ninety nine, actually. By the way, today only. You know, think about it. How many years? How much is a five years a good? The rest of your life, you'll sleep good. One thousand nine hundred ninety-five dollars today only. You say, yeah, but you, your self-proclaimed goop, goop, goop brain. So that's why I just do this podcast for free, you know. And then we get we figure out the money side of it because it's just like if you're skeptical, you say, okay, I can listen for free. And you say, right. And you say, okay, yeah, I'll give it a try then. Thank you. That makes sense. I, I would be skeptical too. Believe me, I got to live with myself. I, I'm totally skeptical. But, but soon you'll learn. I'm here doing my best. I can't make everybody fall asleep. I can't put everybody to sleep. But, but I'm going to try. Uh, and, and I appreciate your time. Totally respected. And I'm glad you're here. I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks. Housekeeping. I want to thank Carl W. who edited this episode. I want to thank Chris Posty-Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful podcast who does our theme music. I want to thank Jonathan Mann who does our lullabies. You can commission a song from him at jonathanmann.net. Uh, listeners also have a Facebook group at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. I want to thank uh, Laura and Lida, uh, Julie and Jennifer, and Summer and Sarah who moderate over there. In the free time, thank you so much, and thank you all, and let's get out with the show. Uh, hey, you've all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep, well, welcome, this is Sleep With Me, uh, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. Uh, we do it a bedtime story, all you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play, I'm going to do the rest. 
Uh, by the way, I'm a little breathy on the mic right now. I don't know if you'll hear it as it comes out, but I'm going to do the rest. Yeah, what that means is uh, I'm going to create a safe place and actually monitoring my audio and paying attention as close as I can to my pace and stuff. That's part of creating a safe place, but the safe place is where you can set aside whatever it is that's keeping you up, uh, whether it's... Uh, Stuff you're thinking about, stuff you're physically feeling, uh, what they call feelings or emotions uh, that, that you could be experiencing, or, or you say, can you feel feelings? And that's a trick question if you're if you're asking me. Okay, I'm crossing my fingers because I'm wondering if there's like a rubber mallet test for feelings. Maybe we could come back to that, but uh, whatever it is, give me up, whether it's feelings, thoughts, uh, physical sensations, or condensation, holy crow. Hopefully you're not experiencing any condensation unless you're, you know, that'd be great if there'd be a new listener-based sodas. You say, well, how did Scooter uh, break out? Well, they figured out that uh, if uh, in soda warehouses, if they played his podcast, the soda, the uh, high fructose corn syrup, would would uh, vibrate in a certain way where it just added to touch, it balanced out the sweetness even more. And that's how Scooter for a day or two, but then they realized that they said, that you could, we didn't know you could spoil soda, but you did. Why'd you have to tell that story about the soda that got feelings? Why would you do that? We, we just, we said, we'll play your podcast. At the soda warehouse, as it creates a, a, a oral oral condensation. Anyway, that, that's the kind of stuff I do around here. Me, senseless meanders. So that's part of the safe place to take your mind off of what's keeping you awake. Whether, like I said, condensation could be any you know changes in your schedule, routine, back to school, whatever it is. Uh, I'm going to try to take your mind off. I'm going to do some send my voice across the deep dark nights. Along, you know, with, with uh, the, the loving kindness and the hope I can escort you across the threshold from wake to sleep or distract you while you float across there. And, you know, one of the methods I do it is, is I guess you could call it indulge. I, I indulge the parts of my brain that, 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 uh, they always say, and I don't know, maybe this is why the podcast works is just because I just be myself a lot of the time. And you say, yeah, and I'm not kidding. You don't even need to roll your eyes because you say, can you imagine this? That's why I usually I just keep my mouth shut. And I guess what a wonderful place to be able to be myself because I can put you to sleep and I get to be myself and wonder stuff like, huh, the feeling, can you feel feelings? Because I guess I have trouble for that. This is where my thoughts were going earlier. And I guess if this isn't, if you're new here, this is a little sample of a distraction based tangent uh, or D. D DB, DBT, that doesn't sound, TBD, tangent-based distraction, I guess I'll be BT. Anyway, what I was thinking is, why don't, you know, when they, at least I see this in cartoons, I don't know if I've ever seen it in real life. Maybe when the one girl, there was one girl in my class in grammar school and her mother was a doctor and she came in, I think she brought one of those rubber mallets. Yeah, I think she did. Uh, Dr. K, I won't say her full name because obviously, you know, getting associated with the spy cast is, uh, they'd say, well, it's not a malpractice suit. It's like, uh, we would say it's a male, you know, 
But you see, what are the rubber mallet? What is that? Like where they check your reflexes? I guess that's what they check with that. You know, we got to get one of those type of tests for emotions, and it's say because they think even my reflexes, they'd say they they'd say nope, you you're you're lacking in re- reflexes, and they uh, they say are you doing that on purpose? I'd say possibly, I don't know, but I wonder if there's a. I mean, I'm sure there is an actual test to say. Well, it's test your, but I'd prefer if it wasn't you know Rorschach based or. You know, question based. Tell me what you tell me about your relationship with uh, this. And I say, well, don't you can't you just tap something with a rubber mallet? And uh, I think that would be better for the current, you know, in at least in the United States. Uh, they say, okay, yeah, we'll just well, then we'll just prescribe you something. We'll tap you twice with this mallet, and we'll say, okay. Uh, but wouldn't that be nice if uh, you'd say, listen, Doc, I, I don't know if I'm feeling feelings. Uh, don't know if I ever have before. Uh, can you can you run a test on me? Oh yeah, let me get out the feel the old feeling mallet. It's like a rubber mallet, but it's a it's a sponge. And I say, really a sponge? And this could be the trick. Here you go. Say all anybody that don't don't do this unless you want to lose your business. But if you're close to retirement and you want to go out to bang. I guess the patient's reaction to the test, I think this is in a lot of different, uh, you know, t- TV shows and movies anyway. But you, so you say, well, no, it's made out of sponge. Are you with me? The, the test is how I react to the the apparatus, not the actual apparatus itself. You see, so instead of using a rubber mallet to test my physical, uh, what did they, what do we call it? I forgot, reactions. Is that what it was called? Uh you're going to tap me with a sponge-based mallet to see what my emotional reactions are? What is it called? I forget. Is it reaction? I can't believe it, that this is, a, my brain is like Swiss cheese, like a sponge. And the doctor said, yeah, how do you feel about being tapped with a sponge-based mallet? They said, whoa, whoa, doc, is it a sponge mallet or a sponge-based mallet? Because that sounds like some sort of, like, that sounds like the ingredients on, uh, Stuff in the middle of the aisle. So the grocery store now, sponge-based. Is it a sponge? Is it, is it an actual sponge? Because uh, then they say, okay, let me just write this down. Well, what are you writing down? You haven't tapped me with your sponge mallet yet. He said, you're doing great. We're just going to tap you. Where where would you tap me for the... Because I've always wondered if my where do my emotions live. Uh, I think there is the Achilles heel, they say. Have you ever tapped anyone in the Achilles heel with a sponge-based mallet? And do they have an emotional response? I guess that would be the, they'd say, how, how are you feeling now that I'm tapping? Well, it's a little ticklish, I'll be honest with you, doctor. And it's also ridiculous. I feel a bit like, a, like a, I feel like this is a, something strange. You're tapping me with a, he said, why don't you tap me right here, right in the middle of my chest? Uh, and the doctor, you say, okay, is that where you think your feelings, the source you're feeling? No, no, I just want to hear what kind of sound it makes. I'm going to, I'm going to make the, I want to see, I'm going to try to do the, uh, like this is, doctor, listen real close. This is what it sounds like when I tap it with my finger. Uh, so I want to hear with a sponge. Uh, can you get, do you have a rubber mallet? Could, could we tap my chest with my rubber mallet too? And okay, my appointment's over. Well, you never tap me with the sponge-based mallet. 
So that's that's a little sample of the podcast. Unintentional, to be honest with you. Uh, but once I get a sponge-based mallet in my head, is that what it is? It's a mallet. What's the difference between a mallet and a hammer? I'm not doing material either. Like, uh, are, are mallets just hammers that aren't made from metal and wood? Because oh, you have wooden mallet. You have a wooden mallet. You have a rubber mallet. You have a pla- You have the mallet used to put a. Is that a hammer for tent for your tent? I've seen those. Is that a mallet or a hammer? Because uh, you know how much I love words on this podcast. Mallet is a lovely word. Uh, hammer, a little hard. A little for a sleep podcast. Hammer. You hear that? Mallet. Just in case anybody's listening that's curious about the process of the podcast, there, what are the secrets of your podcast? You got to know the difference. Let me tell you. Have a seat, doctor. Let me tell you, there's a big difference between the word hammer and the word mallet. And the doctor said, actually, I'm a, I'm a whatever the word scientist on the side, and there actually isn't very much. They said, we're talking about the art of words, doctor. And the doctor said, can you repeat that? Because I don't even think you said the art of words. You just, it sounded like you had one word that meant that. And I said, exactly, I'm efficient as well as artistic with my words. And I'm telling you that in the sleep, in the context of podcast, mallets, especially rubbery, what about a pillowy mallet? A pillowy mallet, hammering your heart with my words, doctor. So anyway... (laughs) Sometimes the pancakes could get a little ridiculous because it's meant to take your mind off stuff, lighten the mood, like a uh, lighten the mallet, like a sponge-based or a feather-based or a hypoallergenic-based mallet would. You'd say, wow, that really lightened up the mallet, taking apart, taking away the part that actually functions as a mallet. We'll say it's, you got a nice handle there, doctor. And may I say your handle on that handle uh, makes me want to play a little handle, if you don't mind me getting a goof, you know, double, triple in the goof. So anyway, that's the podcast. Uh, and if you, if you don't like this, uh, no big deal. You don't need, you don't need to listen close. You can fall asleep whenever you want, but you're under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for another 50 minutes or so telling a bedtime story, giving it my all and give it a few tries if you're new here. But, but if you don't like me, if I get on your nerves, if you find me grating, uh, you know, there's no, what was that called? Like, uh, no expectation. You, you don't have to like me. It doesn't work for everybody. I think that there's a nicer way of putting it, like where non-antagonistic or whatever is cool. I mean, I totally get it. I just talked about mallet. I mean, I probably said mallet 85 times and I can't get enough of it. And if you could actually have a video of my brain right now, I mean, I guess I am like 30 or 40% Homer Simpson because I literally have mallets on the brain. Uh, mallets on the brain podcast, you know, <laughs> you can figure out the rest of the rhyme. So anyway, uh, I'm glad you're here. This is a podcast to take your mind off stuff a little bit silly. Maybe put a cool, something like almost resembling a smile on your face. For lovers of mallets, you're obviously in the right place. Or, you know, mallet designers or psychological, you know, pseudo, pseudo psychological test designers. You say, there you go. You know, you got a new business, the mallet test. 
Who is that named after the sponge mallet? No, it's an ultimate irony. Edward Mallet and uh, his wife Renee Mallet. They came up with the test together. Uh, you know, they were, you know, geniuses in the field. And he said, why don't you call it the mallets test? Well, we did for a while, but uh, it's just easier to say the mallet test because also there's a mallet involved. So that's it, uh, mallets and all. I hope, uh, I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time. I'm, I'm actually here to waste your time, this is, this is strangely enough, uh, but in the most productive way possible because you don't even need to tune me. You can tune me out whenever you need to. And, you know, by wasting your time, ideally you drift off uh, or kick back and listen. If you can't fall asleep, like I said, I'll be here the whole time. So uh, thanks for stopping by. I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. Uh, hey, you've only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome this is to Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep we do it's a bedtime story all you need to do is get in bed turn out the lights and press play i'm going to do the rest and what i'm going to do is uh, create a safe place where you can set aside whatever is keeping you up at night whether it's thinking feeling sensing physical stuff uh, rough week great you know great week anticipation a uh, long day, something to- relatable to all that stuff or something totally different that you're going through. I want to take your mind off of that. That's a safe place. I'm going to try to uh, send my voice across the deep, dark night here. I'm going to use lowing, soothing tones, pointless meanders, uh, pauses impregnated without, uh, I guess they're not impregnated, uh, you know, but, but what is it? What is that? Faux, can we? Can you have uh, faux pregnant pauses? I guess you can, because that's what this podcast is. Because normally, you say if it's pregnant with me, it's actually. And this is embarrassing. I always like a, but I mean, it's it's not embarrassing for me. For a regular person, this would be embarrassing to say. Uh, I guess I've been running in probably for the past uh, eighteen months with the assumption that pregnant pauses means it's pregnant with meaning. You say, well, he uses a lot of pregnant pauses. Like you hear that term, and I guess it's bandied about. I don't even know what bandied means either. Uh, so if you're new here, if you're a grammar teacher, grammar teacher, you know, obviously, uh, somebody, you know, somebody gets the smelling salts because uh, we got to get these grammar teachers. We got to, well, actually, because you're supposed to put you to sleep. I guess it's not that it's efficient. Sleep with me, the podcast that puts grammar school teachers to sleep immediately, or the sleep the podcast that which is that grammar school teachers wish they could put to sleep. You see, what happened to Scooter? Well, he got put to sleep by the uh, the grammar school teachers. What do you mean? That's a, well, no, no. He went to live on the uh, that farm where they send all the podcasters to run free. And do whatever they wish, you know, talk about, well, isn't that what his podcast already did? Yeah, but the grammar school teachers talked to him and he said he wanted to live on that special farm out there in the country. Is it, can we go visit him? No, it's just too far. Well, how far a drive is it? Well, it's just, it's a far drive. Well, like, couldn't we stay at a hotel and go visit Scooter out there? No, we can't do that because, uh... There's no road, like, it's one of those farms that uh, doesn't have roads. Uh, really? It doesn't have any roads? 
No, yeah, because they said they, they, uh, why, why do you have to do this to me? Well, it's just, I'm just curious. Sorry about that. I get distracted. I get child brain going. I think I had another metaphor I was going with before I got distracted. Oh, uh, pregnant with meaning or pregnant. I guess my pauses are pregnant with nonsense, uh, clearly pregnant with confusion. I guess it, well, okay. This is, this, I don't mean to get stuck on this. Sometimes I get stuck on stuff. And I'm not, I guess sometimes people think I'm, I'm doing a routine here. I'm not. I don't know the actual meaning of pregnant pauses. I've made, I've made an ass out of you and me because I made a lot of assumptions about pregnant pauses. And let me tell you, Mr. Pauses, first things first, we only, like, we, we did not, we only slept in the bed. You know, there was nothing else going on. So uh, let's just get that right out there, too. But I guess it could, my pauses be pregnant with, like, with their nonsensical pauses. I guess they're not pregnant. You say, well, he's got confused pauses. Well, couldn't they be pregnant with confusion? And you say, well, you, we don't want you impregnating anything, Scoots, especially with confusion, because uh, don't you have enough confusion for yourself? And I'd say, I think so. Could you, did you hear, did, do you know if they voted that I'm going to move to a farm? Well, yeah, we're just going to have, well, you'll just lie down and rest and then you'll be at the farm when you wake up. Oh, okay, great. When does that happen? He says, anyway, this is getting too, this is borderline, we're getting into borderline metaphors here. But I guess I don't know. I guess, yes, yeah, well, maybe my pauses are never pregnant. Everything's just a collective sigh of relief was just breathed by the world. I mean, I think it would be too, and I think I probably talked about this, uh, impotent pauses. I don't think my pauses are impotent. I, I wouldn't say they're viral pauses either. Like a, a debate clubs have, may have viral pauses. And then I guess you could, ha- I guess you could have an impotent pause. I, I guess I do have impotent pauses when it needs it. Or when the story, you know, when I like, uh, I can't, perf- like I'm ha- and that'd be true. This isn't even joking either. I guess during the fiction part of the story, sometimes uh, there will be impotent pauses, but normally those are edited out because they're like, uh, is, I'll give you a little, this is behind the scenes, actually. Here you go. Uh, if you're new here, sorry about this. But if you've been here a while, like this might be, this would be an example of that, I say. Uh, and there was like an asteroid, uh, and then I said, uh, uh, it's an asteroid. I don't know if asteroids, that's a little too... Uh, divisive you know asteroids uh, and they say hey posty I, w- I would usually say it louder just but i'm saying it this i'm talking to you the listener uh, but in a normal voice i would say it in pa- to posty louder just so the waveform would pick it up i say hey posty uh, i don't know about that uh, uh, asteroid thing uh, hold on uh, asteroids Okay, so we and then okay, so we just start it all over. Forget it. Forget that. That would that would be. I don't know if that's an impotent pause though either, because that was. Uh, I guess it wasn't deliberate. Flavor of pause flavors. Flavor of pause. Well, spectrum of pauses. You can you can hear me trying to cook up a book title here. Uh, Ambient pause, ambient ambient pauses. I definitely have those. But pause ambience, the scooter story. 
I think in another world that would be a sweet nickname. Like uh, that would be my hip nickname. Be like, what do you, what do you, what do you go by, son? Pause ambiance. Really? Holy cow! You're not to be trifled with, are you? That was a cheap joke. That pause there, but you pause ambiance. Pause ambiance is the name. You know, because pause and prince really aren't that different. Prince ambiance. Uh, is, am I even saying the English word? Is amb- it's ambiance, right? <laughs> oh, boy. How did we get here? Pause ambiance. Ambiance. Pause ambiance. Ambiance, I think. I think I combined ambient and ambiance, which is that's this podcast, too. Pause. So, the only podcast produced by man who now, I'd say I'd like to get that. Can you put that on the license plate for me? Hey, hey, airbrusher, could you airbrush your license plate, pause ambiance? You could spell it just like ambiance, but uh, can you put a crown on top of pause somewhere? Like, yeah, I'm like a prince, prince pause. No, that doesn't work. You're right. One case, this is one situation that does not call for alliteration. Pause ambiance. Okay, sorry about that. If you're new here, uh, that's the podcast in a nut by a nut in a nutshell. Sometimes I like like so. Just another behind the scenes is like on the weekends I got to do a lot of recording. So right now it's Saturday night, Saturday night, and I ain't got no party to go to because I'm gonna be here in my closet recording all alone. That was a song that was playing in my head, not a cry for desperate help. Uh, but you know, last night I recorded a. He thinks, yeah, last Friday night I recorded. And last night's opening was a total dud. And I mean that, like, in the sense that there was no nonsense like this. This podcast, this is a Saturday night opening. Holy mackerel. It won't play on a Saturday night, but it had everything. Uh, but book titles, uh, illusion, you know, strange illusions, just fr- fringe things like uh, pregnancy. Uh, grammar this was a really action-packed opening so sorry about that i mean it was very slow too i did pound a dr pepper about an hour and 15 minutes ago so that's another thing sorry so uh i think this was a good opening if you're new here this is uh i mean that's kind of what the podcast is. If, if you're not into nonsense uh yeah but but here's the thing. Uh, clearly, you don't got to take me seriously, right? They say, "What is this guy? What's wrong with this guy?" That's that's a uh, that's a common refrain. Or, huh, this guy's a, well. Uh, this isn't what I expected. You see, this is a sleep podcast, eh? Now, believe me, I make this. I got to present myself, and I say, "Yeah, I'm the one that makes that show." So. I guess what I'm saying is this bike is a little bit different, but you don't have to take me seriously. You don't have to listen. That's the thing. I take your mind off stuff, and then I keep rambling. So you you can just tune me out whenever you like. Just kick back, you know, kind of smile. Say, well, geez, I'm, I, I'm a pretty, pretty good. I'm doing pretty good with, uh, you know, grown-up stuff compared to this guy. I mean, he's one step away. You know, if the grammar school teachers do get, get, ever become oligarchs, I'll, you know, whatever they call that, or dictators, I don't think you can have a group of dictators. That's kind of what I'm counting on, that the grammar school teachers will just, you know, be constant coups, coops, coops to grammar. You know, one grammar school teacher will take power. 
issue an edict. You know, Scooter, go live on the great podcaster farm edict. Another one, you know, so don't worry. I'll be here. I'll be here. And if you can't fall asleep, I'll be here the whole time giving it my all. Grammar school teachers are not, you know, believe me, I, I, I've got a hideout. Uh, you know, which my, my, you know, I just, you know, close my eyes and they say they can't see me. Uh, but so I'm glad you're here. I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Uh, this podcast is not for everybody, but I hope it helps you. I appreciate your time. If you're overcoming any skepticism or, you know, uh, you know, you say this is, you're feeling tepid about this podcast. Totally makes sense. You know, I'm a total, you know, clear. Uh, but I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. All right.